0: Hey hey hey, one love. Hey hey hey, true. Hey hey hey, wonderful Wednesdays. Thank you guys for being here with me again today. This is a special day, and I oh, we gonna we gonna just let it all flow. Okay, now we um were supposed to record on May fifth. This is now I'm sorry, not May fifth, April fifth. We did not do that. So, what I'm going to do being that this is the fourth week, which is technically the Rep Your City week, but we had messages that we wanted to share all this month. So, we're going to run through them real quick. So, for the first week, which we all know is our Word week, but we start our month out with the Word, we'd be ready. Um, the word that I wanted to share, the message that the Lord put on my heart was that you've got it. You have everything that you need in order to fix, change, or alter your current situation. There's nothing that you need to wait for. There's nothing that you need to pray for. There's nothing. Oh, I'll take it back. I'm sorry. The was going to say, ask and you'll be forgiven. I'm, I'm sorry, ask and you'll be forgiven. Um, I'm not saying that you don't need to pray for, for things, but I am saying that In order to see an immediate change, you don't have to pray for that because you already have what you need to make that happen. And so I encourage you to walk in the power that Jesus says that we have the authority where he told us not to doubt. He said we can cast mountains into the sea if only we don't doubt. So what I need you to do is to look deep within yourself and ask the Lord to show you all the strength and give you the courage to muster it so that you can move. And you don't have to start throwing mountains today. Just throw rocks. Just make the small changes. And you will see the big changes coming along. Um, So that was a snippet for our Word Week. For the phenomenal people, we are going to read about Winnie Mandela. Anybody know who she is? Her picture will be in the group. Winnie Mandela. And we're going to move through this kind of fast because we got every week to get through. And then the topic. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. So Winnie Mandela, the incarnation of the African spirit okay so one second real quick we need to find out i don't know if she is still amongst the living so i wanted to check that out because when this book was produced she was still with us oh no she passed in 2018 okay so we have Winnie Mandela, she's known as the incarnation of the African spirit. She was born September 26, 1936, and she passed April 2, 2018. Her birthplace is Pondoland, ooh, I'm not even trans-gay, I know I'm not saying that right. Um... Okay, it's T-R-A-N-S-K-E-I, South America. Her quote is, there is only one person who is oppressed in this country. He is black. Uprisings are bound to be the order of the day. Because our struggle here has been reduced by the white man by his choice to black versus white. That is her quote. Winnie Mandela is one of nine children. Her... Ooh. X-H-O-S-A. Name is... Ooh. N-K-O-S-I-K-A-Z-I. No bandle. Ooh. N-O-M-Z-A-M-O. Next word. M-A-D-I-K-I-Z-E-L-A. I refused to slaughter her name, so I spelled it out. But her father added Winifred to her name. Even though both of her parents were teachers, her family was very poor and was forced to live under the inhumane conditions of apartheid, which is the racial segregation policy of South Africa. Winnie, like all Black people of South Africa, knew that whites believed they were superior to Blacks. She wanted to help change things so that her people would be recognized and treated as equals. Receiving top grades in her studies, Winnie became South Africa's first black medical social worker. In the course of her work, she would hear about black residents' campaigns being led by the African National Congress, or ANC, and a lawyer named Nelson Mandela. It was when Nelson was on trial for treason in 1956 that Winnie met him through friends. She fell in love with him immediately and they were married. But life with an activist was hard. Life with him was life without him, Winnie has said. Nelson was constantly harassed and arrested by the security police. When he was fatally convicted of treason, he was sentenced to life in prison. During the 27 years that Nelson was imprisoned, Winnie became a hero of the apartheid movement. She became determined to fight back, and her tactics were often criticized for their militancy. When Nelson was released in 1990, the world watched in expectation Winnie's reunion with him. The marriage was not to last. Winnie's involvement with a group of militant youth and her subsequent conviction on charges of kidnapping and assault strange relations with both her husband and the ANC. The Mandelas divorced in 1991 and Winnie was discredited. Some say Winnie became a victim of the struggle, but there's no doubt that black South Africans would not have achieved their independence without her strength and leadership. That is Winnie Mandela. She is our phenomenal person for the second week of April for the whaling week um, we have excuse me Um. for once I don't have a whale I, I, I can't say that I have a whale um, I, of course I have a lot of opinions on a lot of things but at this moment um, I don't have anything that I strongly would say that's on my chest pressing at the moment so we're going to move on down to the fourth week the rep your city week so for this rep your city week we're going to do our usual reading and these pictures will also be in the last week oh so as far as repping your city a few months ago we did the um center hill and that center hill mansion turns 200 years 200 years old this this year 2023 so i just wanted to make that known so for the rep your city we have The exchange building. Completed in 1841, the exchange building was constructed to display and sell regionally grown agricultural products. The concept was short-lived and the structure then became home to a variety of businesses. The city acquired the edifice... hmm, Edifice... Yeah, I don't think I'm saying it right. For use as police headquarters around 1927 in the 1970s the structure was renovated and became a museum nationally lo- noted for its greek revival architecture the building's design also remains a rare example of its original use so this is that is now the siege museum well, i know it used to be on peter's um my goodness i can't talk today y'all in petersburg off of sycamore street what's that term sycamore and um my goodness give me a second because i'm gonna have to have to find it all right it is located on it's 15 west bank street and again the pictures will be in the group so this is a topic that i've been super anxious to get to that i couldn't wait now this is the rep your city week but it's also i got to say rep yo mama leela's legacy still lives on So today makes a year and six months since my mom passed. (sighs) I am so grateful to be at a place where I'm actually able to celebrate her life and smile. And I'm grateful because I really did not know how, i would continue on at one point it's like a yeah and it, it drives me crazy because i'm like wow i have not hugged her in a year and six months today like that's crazy it's so crazy however as i talked about it and prayed about it, i listened to her before mail last night a few times um i don't even know how many times <laughs> i'm not gonna say a few like it was a little bit but i listened to it over and over again because i just wanted to hear her voice and at one point i used to just cry and cry and cry but i'm so grateful because i felt like she was smiling and i felt like she was happy I felt like she was proud of me and the other thing is my god he has delivered me from grief and that is something that i rejoice about so instead of being sad i started thinking about all of the ways in which i still learn from her a year and a half after her passing and how she has touched so many people's lives. So I got excited about today's episode because I really, really, really wanted to be able to share all of the goodness and the positive things that she has done. Now primarily there are two people primarily, there are two people. On my mind, that I am rooting and praising for. And I told both of them, like, I am, uh, when I'm praising, just know I'm praising with you and I'm praising for you. And I'm excited because I see the changes in your life and I'm so proud of you. So, these two people, my mom was such a big impact on them. One, you know, she, wow. So, she used to stay with me at one point. And the last time um, she called me, and I, I can't say this is the last time she had this type of episode, but I know that when my mom was healing after her surgeries, I want to say it may have been about a week before she passed. Um, she called me, and this person told me that they were thinking about committing suicide. And I'm, you know, trying to figure out well, why, what's wrong. Do the things that make you happy. Focus on what would make you feel at peace and focus on those things that bring you joy. And she didn't know what brought her joy. She didn't know what she wanted to do. She didn't know all this stuff. And I'm like, well, you just told me in great detail how you planned on taking a life, but you haven't thought about the things that make you happy. I said, it sounds like to me, you just need to, you know, redirect your focus, focus on the, the things that make you happy and again that didn't work and I just tried and I was trying to be patient and anybody know me know that I patience sometimes don't don't go so far however um we got to the point say you know what we're fine I said oh so you rather you you'd rather switch places with my mom you would rather be laying where she is since you don't live anyway and you rather have a tube in your back and a feeding tube and stomach like you you don't want to get up and move and you got no children you got nothing holding you down and I talked like you know after that conversation she actually said she felt better right Talked to her about two weeks after that she had a job man I talked to her the other day she sent me a picture this chick look good she done lost some weight she's her she has expounded in her mental capacity she started doing things for herself that she just hadn't done before and I'm not saying that it was the only contributing factor but I do know that when she called me that night telling me that she wanted to end her life it wasn't until I started telling her about my mom's story before she started realizing that maybe this is really not the end and I told her I'm like so you just gonna give up my mom came here fighting and she fighting right now. I mean, you just gonna give up with, with no restraints on you, nothing holding you down. You just gonna let it go? Like, why? <laughs> so that made me happy. And I know it's a lot of people who my mom, her life, like, and this is why I'm going to, I'm definitely having her concert. I'm having a Lela's Legacy concert. I I uh, I still don't know when or where, but I know what's happening because I'm not giving up on it. And I'm following as I'm led. I do have the program laid out, and I have things are falling into place. I'm excited about that as well because the thing is, I'm ready to see people making changes in their lives and sometimes we don't realize what we have until we see what somebody else don't have. You know, when we see someone else's struggle, sometimes it allows us to look at our situation from the other side and say, oh, well, maybe it's not as bad as it looked. Maybe I can do the same thing. Well, maybe I don't have to go down that road that this person went down maybe I don't have to you know it's just always it's it's it's, it can be encouraging so it definitely will happen and her life was so intriguing like at least to me I continue to learn from this lady which is a blessing now the other person oh my goodness oh my goodness you know sometimes we forget that we got to crawl before we walk sometimes we forget that things don't just fall out the sky sometimes we just gotta start small and the thing about the small steps is that they teach us how to be prepared for the bigger steps each step does get a little bigger and if you skip those steps you won't be prepared for the ending you know like the the big thing at the end, the blessing, the rewards, all of those good things. So you definitely want to have the small steps. And with that being said, I just, this person, I love her so daggone much. And I'm so excited about the steps that she's taking because I know for a fact that pretty soon her whole life's gonna be so different. It's gonna be so different, but she started taking steps. Like she just, she started doing the things that she knows she needed to do. And it's not based on other people. It's based on what's best for her, which is a blessing. Because sometimes we hinder ourselves by trying to stay within the same crowd or by trying to stay, you know, with with, with the same situations. Even though they're uncomfortable, they become comfortable because they have lasted for so long. And that's not healthy. So... I'm so proud of her. I don't want to say names because it's just, oh, you don't need to know names to rejoice. <laughs> so um, I'm happy. Happy about, I'm very, very happy about that. And the good thing about the Leela's legacy is that I'm grateful to be able to share and all the beautiful ways that she has helped so many people on this day. And I I remember when the 26th of every month would tear me up. It would normally start around the 24th. I would just be like missing her, down, crying, like can't, don't want nothing, nothing is gonna work for me. I feel like it was so long ago, but I feel like it was yesterday at the same time. So I'm rejoicing and I'm thanking God for deliverance. And I know that I'm not exactly done with grieving, but I also know that I'm so much better than what I was. And I also know that a very big factor in me getting to this place was that amazingly beautiful and ugly the letdown that I had with Natalie. I love her so much. And she had my back. Her and her mama. I love them. I love the kids. I love everybody over there. I love the whole crew. Greg, my brother. Love him too. I love everybody. Miss Pops. And it's, it, was, it has made the biggest difference in my life. So if you are grieving or if you're going through something that is, you don't know how you're gonna get out of it and it just seems like it's looming over you, you might need a good release. They are painful. They can be kind of scary. They don't feel good. I just want to say all that so that you are aware that when it happens, if you allow it to happen, be prepared for the ugly, but once it's over, my goodness, I literally cried that night and then a little bit the next day I just I felt like a, you know, I kind of felt like I, I was deflated but I was still leaking and after that I've been in a much better place so I'm grateful for that and I'm also grateful for the fact that I wasn't at home like, I wasn't around anyone that I felt like um, you know, just that, that I didn't want to do that with because you know like you don't want to I don't know it wasn't planned I'll tell you that but I know I I completely understand where my brother and my sister used to say well I don't want to make you cry you know and I felt like if I was to have that let down around them that it would really impact them so I'm just grateful that I was there still in loving company as with siblings but you know not so impacted as you know to to my surroundings which was a blessing because I felt so bad the next day I was like oh my gosh I hope I didn't mess up the day for anybody <laughs> but man they are awesome well that's all I got for today y'all um Arch wasn't able to be here and I didn't get a chance to get out of them. it's been a busy day I was so determined to praise today I had so much to be grateful for and I just refused to not praise and be happy it was it turned out to be a beautiful day and i oh my gosh like i never would have known that i would be in this place so again i encourage you to trust the process trust god whatever you're dealing with that doesn't feel good just know that it it's not going to last forever sometimes we hold on to things when we need to let them go And that is a big part of acceptance, which I can honestly say, God has worked on me with that, which also is a huge contributing factor. This is something he showed me earlier. I think it was yesterday. It's like he said, hey, you notice how much better you are with acceptance? I'm like, what? Oh, that's right. Like when my father said no to something, I'm like, okay, Lord. If he said yes, I'm like, okay, Lord. And it's like the biggest, a huge part of my grieving was the fact that I wasn't ready to let her go. I had to accept the fact that she had actually went to be with the Lord. I was not accepting of that at first. It was not okay with me. And at this point, I'm grateful to be able to trust him to this degree. Well, you guys, that's all I have. As we did a flash forward for the month Um, I'm really trying to get better about recording more often sometimes it just doesn't work out but I do thank you for listening and I'm so very appreciative for everyone who has allowed us to penetrate their ears for this amount of time (laughs) thank you all have a blessed day have a blessed week Remember, you have everything you need to make the changes that are necessary in your life. Go out and have a positive day. Great day, beautiful people.